Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix in Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome! I'm so glad that you are here. I hope you're having a great week. Hope you have something fun that you are looking forward to. It always makes my weeks better when I have something fun coming up that I can focus on. And as I'm recording this, I have something really fun coming up that I've been focusing on, which is a trip to Disneyland. So by the time this episode drops, I will be at Disneyland. So hop on over to my Instagram check it out. You'll be able to follow along in my stories. I'm going to be checking out the Food and Wine Festival and just springtime at Disneyland, so I'm very excited. Um, I am going with my friend, Rachel. She's my best friend from high school, and she, she hates Disneyland. And so somehow we ended up planning this trip together, but she hates Disneyland. And I'm hoping that I can change her mind. <laughs> so... I mean, I think that the reason that people hate Disneyland are because, number one, crowds. Crowds make Disneyland miserable, right? And number two is the price. Sometimes people feel like it is just way too much money to pay for what they get, especially if you pay a ton of money and then you show up and it's crowded. So I think that those are the two things that have really bothered her about visiting Disneyland she has always visited at the very worst times. Even though I've begged her not to, she has gone the week between Christmas and New Year's and it's just, it's just never a good time to go. If you can avoid it, avoid it. I mean, I understand sometimes that's the only time that works for people, but if you can avoid it, please avoid it. So anyway, she's visited during very busy times and she's had her whole family with her, which means it's an expensive trip. Now, when we visit next week, it's spring break time. I'm sure it will be busy, but I'm hoping that using some of my tips and tricks and strategies for visiting the parks when it's crowded, that I can convince her that it's still worthwhile and still lots of fun. And it's not going to be nearly as expensive because she is just paying for herself. She's not paying for all of her kids, her whole family to be there. And it really is amazing if you visit Disneyland with just you and you go and purchase a meal and pay like $20 for it, you think to yourself, huh, that was actually pretty affordable. That's opposed to when I'm paying for my entire family, six people, when I purchase a meal and it was $120 plus dollars that kind of hurts. (laughs) So it does make a difference that she's only paying for herself. So I'm hoping that I can turn her around, get her on the right path, change her mind. I don't know. Do you think I can do it? I really hope so, but we will see. So check out my Instagram stories, follow along. We're going to be there for two days, one day in each park. And also please bless that it's not going to be super crowded. Which brings me to our topic for today. We are going to be talking about visiting Disneyland when it's crowded. It's spring break time. It's crowded. Summer's coming. It's going to be crowded. I mean, honestly, there's really not 
many times that Disneyland is not crowded anymore. That's just the world that we live in. So I have all these tips and strategies for visiting Disneyland when it's crowded, and I think that they will be really helpful for you. But first, I want to read you a review that I got a while back. It's from JC from Not Cal. It says, great Disney podcast, doesn't seem too scripted, full of fun and great stories. I appreciate that so much. Thank you so much for leaving a review. It really helps people find me and it makes my day. I appreciate it so, so much. I know I say that all the time, but I really, really, really do. I would love you forever if you would subscribe to my podcast so that you don't miss a single episode and if you would rate and review it. It really helps people find me, which is the only way that I can grow. I appreciate it. You are the best. Thank you, JC from Not Cal. Now, if you're trying to decide the very best time for your family to visit Disneyland, I have a whole episode, a few episodes back about when to visit Disneyland that can be helpful for you. I also have a whole post on my blog about when to visit Disneyland. I have each month a guide to each month. comes with a crowd calendar and an event little section that talks about what events usually happen during that time of year. There's weather, what weather you can expect, um, a whole packing list, all the things that you're going to need when you're visiting Disneyland or when you're trying to decide when to visit Disneyland is what I'm trying to say. So if you are wondering when to go, go back and listen to that episode. Find my blog post about it. I'll put a link in the show notes. Check that out. That will be very helpful for you. But before you can get to Disneyland, you need tickets, which means you need to visit my friends at Getaway Today because they have the very best deals, very best prices, and they really are the very best people. They care about your vacation. They want to make sure that you have a great time because they understand that going on vacation is a big deal and it is a big investment for lots of families. It's a lot of money to head on a vacation and when you put forth that kind of money, you really want to make sure you're going to have a great time. Of course, you're going to have a great time at Disneyland and Getaway Today is there to make sure that you do. They have great deals on hotels. I've stayed at lots of their hotels and they are really nice. I like hotels within walking distance. They have a lot of hotels with discounts and deals that are within walking distance and their tickets are always discounted off the gate price. Plus, they have layaway plans. So if you are planning a vacation, maybe you want to visit for Halloween time, which is one of my favorites, or for the holidays, you can book your vacation now and then you can make payments on it as you go along, which is a really great option for lots of people. If you book a package with tickets and hotel, you can use my code MSM10 for an additional $10 off, which I know isn't a lot, but that will buy you a churro, friends, and you really can't beat that. So I will put a link to them in my show notes. Check them out if you're visiting Disneyland. They really are so great. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll jump right into how to deal with crowds at Disneyland. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix in Some Magic. Easter is almost here. So is Mother's Day and my birthday. I'm just saying. If you are looking for the perfect gift for any Disney-loving fan, you need to check out Mort & Co. Candle Company. They are a shop on Etsy. You can also find them on Instagram, but they make Disney-themed scented candles. 
and I love them. They take me right back to the parks. It's such a fun way to have Disney in your home. They have Disney-inspired scents like Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dole Whip. They have one inspired by Soarin' California, which is only available in California during the Food and Wine Festival in the spring. After that, it's Soarin' World. So they have orange one that's so yummy. They have a Main Street Bakery one that I absolutely love. So many great scents and options. They have Disney World inspired scents, Disneyland inspired scents. They're really great. Plus, they are affordable, which is so important because some of these Disney inspired candles are expensive, but not Morton Co. Candle Company. They are great prices, a great selection, and you can save money if you purchase one with my code. I'll put a link to them in my show notes, but you can check out the link and use code MIXMAGIC for 10% off your amazing Mort & Co. candle. I know you're going to love them. Check them out. Right, let's jump right into Disneyland when it's crowded, how you can survive Disneyland when it's crowded and still have a great time. So it's no secret that Disneyland is often crowded. Crowd levels can get especially high during spring break, summer break, holidays, special events, weekends, school breaks. I mean, really, any time can be crowded and it's really hard to predict because... Sometimes you think you're going when it's low crowds and you show up and crowds are high. And I mean, in this day and age, you'd think we would be able to know, but Disneyland has a reservation system, but they don't let us know how many people they're actually letting in or coming on any given day, which would be amazing though, wouldn't it? If they showed us the levels where their reservations were at, I think that would be amazing. That will never happen though, but Luckily, there are some things that you can do to make sure you still have a great time, even if you end up visiting when it's crowded. Now, Disneyland doesn't often reach full capacity. It used to occasionally, but people were always so worried, oh, Disneyland's going to reach capacity. The reservation system has kind of eliminated that. So if you have a park reservation, you can get into Disneyland or California Adventure at any time. You don't have to worry that if you don't show up till 12 or 1 or 2 or even 6 or 7 p.m. that you won't be able to get in. If you have a reservation, even if it's the most crowded day of the year, you will still be able to get in. That didn't used to be the case. It used to be they had capacity, um, a capacity limits and they would turn people away occasionally but not anymore because of the reservation system. So you don't have to worry about that. If you have a reservation, then you are good to go. But that being said, you need to buy your tickets and make your park reservations ahead of time. 
Don't just get on two days before and think you'll be able to buy tickets and make reservations. Sometimes you can, but don't count on it. I would love it if you would buy your tickets and make your park reservations 120 days in advance. That's what you can do if you're not a magic key holder. If you're a magic key holder, which is an annual pass holder, then the rules are different. But if you are just a regular Disneyland guest, you can make your park reservations 120 days in advance. Now, I realize that that is a lot of planning out for some people and they like to be a little more spur of the moment which is fine Disneyland wants you to visit they like their magic key holders but they prefer uh, guests that aren't magic key holders I think there's really no way around that it's just the truth so they reserve more reservations for regular ticket holders and they want you there you're their top priority so if you decide a month in advance I think you'll still be able to get a spot even a few days in advance sometimes, but do check the reservation calendar before you purchase your tickets to make sure that the day that you want to go is still available. All right, probably the most important thing that you can do when it's crowded at Disneyland is arriving early. And I hate to say that because I know a lot of people want to sleep in on their vacation. I do too. I am not a morning person. But guess what? This is not a sleep in, relax kind of vacation. You're going to Disneyland. Get excited. Get your butt out of bed. Get ready. You got to be there early. It really makes all the difference. So I did a whole episode about rope dropping. I have a bunch of information on my website. I'll put a link to that in my show notes. But you need to be there early. I suggest probably about an hour early. Um, Disneyland's going to open their gates 20 to 30 minutes before the park even opens, sometimes even earlier on a very busy day. So if you are there waiting in line 45 minutes before the park opens, they open their gates 30 minutes before the park opens, you are going to be inside enjoying Disneyland and getting to the front of the line before the park even opens. As soon as the park opens, you're going to be walking onto rides that will later in the day have an hour plus wait and you're going to enjoy all these attractions early because you got your butt up out of bed it's terrible to get up early i know but it really is worth it on disneyland days okay another tip for dealing with crowds at disneyland and it's probably not going to be a popular one but use genie plus it is an additional cost which is frustrating for a lot of people However, the new system is actually getting people through lightning lanes, which were the old fast pass lane, very, very quickly in most cases. So if you buy Genie Plus, then you're able to use the lightning lane once per attraction per day and get to the front of the line much quicker than if you were to wait in the standby line. And I know people are upset because it's not free anymore, which I see that. I'm bummed that they don't have the free system, but at the same time, the free system wasn't a lightning lane. It got you in the fast pass lane, which was shorter than the standby line, but because it was free and because you could use the system over and over again for the same ride, the lines were long for the fast pass lane too. They just were. They were usually about 15 minutes shorter than the standby line, 15 to 20, but they weren't that much shorter. The lightning lane in general 
is much quicker than the standby line. And if you use it correctly, then you can get a lot of value out of the Genie Plus. I have a whole post about it. I'll put a link to that too. I have a post about all this stuff, guys, because it's so important. And I also did several episodes. You can go back and look through them about using Genie Plus. Okay, my next tip is also unpopular for a lot of people, and that is make a plan. Having a good plan for your day is important, especially if you're visiting Disneyland when it's crowded. And I'm not suggesting that you have to have every single second of your entire day planned out unless you want to, because some people enjoy that. But just a basic outline for what you want to accomplish that day can really save you time. If you're like, we know we want to hit these 10 rides today and see this character and hit the Tiki Room, that's what we want to do today before we see the Mickey's Mix Magic projection show. If you have a basic outline, it will save you time because I can't tell you how many times I have walked by families who are standing there trying to decide what to do next. And they're on their app, looking it up, trying to find wait times, and they'll be like, well, I can see that Dumbo's only 25 minutes. And then the kid's like, I don't want to ride Dumbo. I want to ride Big Thunder. And they're like, well, Big Thunder's 35 minutes. And then someone else chimes in that they want to go on Indiana Jones. And they're all just sitting there trying to decide what to do while they are eating up precious time because it's going to be even more crowded as the day goes on. And to stand around trying to decide what you're going to do next is such a time suck. I don't want you to do it. I don't want that to be part of your Disney day. So talk with your group beforehand and create a little must-do list. Find out what is important to each person who is visiting with you and try to decide what your priorities are so that you can save time and just go from attraction to attraction without a big discussion in between each and every one. I do have a free printable touring plan on my website that I update each and every month, one for Disneyland, one for California Adventure. You can find them on my website. I will put a link in the show notes, but that is a good way to take the stress out of visiting Disneyland if you have a plan. I've had families print one out for all of their kids and their kids like to follow along and check things off as they go. Plus, I don't know about you, but my kids like to know what's coming up. So if they have a piece of paper in their hands that they have a kind of a list of how their day is going to go, they really enjoy it. It kind of makes it more fun for them. So check that out. I'll put a link in my show notes, but please just have a plan. Just a basic outline if that's what works best for you, but just have some idea of what you want to accomplish for the day. Another tip that is so important and often overlooked is take a break in the afternoon. And in my experience, at some point in the afternoon, a good portion of your group is going to fall apart. Probably you, will be a part of this group. You're going to fall apart. People are going to be grouchy. They're going to be tired. They're going to be overwhelmed by crowds and they're going to not be the most pleasant people to be around. And you're probably going to be included in that group. And at some point, I promise you, you are going to wonder why in the world you brought these ungrateful people to Disneyland with you and you're never going to do it again. And you're going to tell them that and everyone's going to be upset. This is normal. It happens to every family on every Disney trip. I call it the witching hour because it's almost always around three o'clock, between three and four, but don't worry. It doesn't last forever, especially if you know it's coming. You can kind of head it off a little bit, 
by taking a midday break. Even if you don't think you need a break, it's a great idea. And a break can look different for different groups. So for some families, this means leaving the parks, going back to the hotel, having a nap, swimming at the hotel pool, maybe just going off-site and getting um, some pizza at a restaurant, something like that. So for some people, it's leaving the parks completely. For other people, usually myself, I don't like to leave the parks in the middle of the day because I feel like it takes up way too much time and I want to stay and utilize that time that I have at Disneyland, but my family needs a break. I need a break, so we usually take a break inside the park. And we do that by finding some low-key things to do. Sometimes we will ride the train around a couple of times and just relax. Sometimes we'll find a show or a parade when they used to have parades during the day. Those are coming back though. Guys, get excited. Um, Just something to have a little downtime or we will go and sit down somewhere and have a snack. We'll get a churro and a big Diet Coke. I can't tell you what a difference it makes to have a big diet coke but just find a quiet place to just sit down and have a snack and rest makes a huge difference then afterwards everybody's kind of recharged rejuvenated and ready to kind of take on the rest of the day but please please like plan in a little bit of break time a little bit of downtime however that looks to you and your family because it really does make a difference and then after people have had a chance to regroup, everybody's happy again and the whole the whole trip will look better. I promise. Okay, the next thing is mobile ordering. Did you know you can order your food from the Disneyland app at tons and tons of quick service places? It's maybe the best thing that's ever happened to Disneyland, I'm thinking. You can just open up your app. So say you're in line and you're like, oh, in about an hour and a half, we're going to be hungry for lunch. It's a great time to open up your app, browse some of the different restaurants, browse their menus, decide what you want. You can order right on the app, you pay on the app, and then when it's time, you just head to that restaurant, click a little button that says, I'm here, prepare my food. You can find a table, sit down, get yourself together, and when your food's ready, they'll send you a notification. You go to the pickup window, pick it up, bring it back to your table, and you are eating your food without waiting in a line for food because if you're already waiting in long lines on a crowded day at Disneyland, you don't want to wait in line for food. You just don't. So this is a game changer. I love it so much, and plus it gives us something to do in lines. If my kids can browse through menus and think about what they want to eat and make some decisions, then that is really helpful. So I love mobile ordering. Take advantage of it wherever you can. It doesn't cost extra. All you have to do is have the Disneyland app and it's really a game changer. Okay, let's say that you're at Disneyland or California Adventure and things are just crazy crowded. Obviously, you got there for rope drop, and so you were able to get a lot done. You've been using Genie Plus, but you just cannot bring yourself to wait in a long line. Your kids can't wait in a long line. What are you going to do? Don't worry. I've got lots of ideas for you. There are lots of things that you can do at Disneyland and at California Adventure that don't have long waits so that you can feel like you are doing something fun at Disneyland, but you're not waiting in line. So let's talk about that. Let's do Disneyland first. Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln is on my list. Such a great way to take a break. You can sit down in an air-conditioned theater, which is a game changer when it's hot, 
man, you need a break when it's hot. So sitting down, watching great moments with Mr. Lincoln, plus it's educational, which I always felt was awesome for my kids to be able to learn about history a little bit while we're on vacation. So that is a great option for taking a break while you are still visiting an attraction. There's never wait times for great moments with Mr. Lincoln and the the theater is huge. So even on the most crowded day, you're not going to have to wait for this one. Main Street Cinema is a little theater that they show old Mickey cartoons. You can just walk right in. It's on Main Street. It's not very big, but it's never very crowded in there. There aren't many seats. It's more of like a stand up and watch these little short cartoons for a few minutes. They do have a few benches here and there, but in my experience, someone is always sitting on them. Maybe you're one of those lucky people and you snag a bench though, which would be amazing. Another thing we like to do when it's crowded is the Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough. Such a fun little magical experience. You don't have to wait in line. They have some little interactive features in there that your kids are going to love. So check that out. Another place I love is Tom Sawyer's Island. So many people skip this on their vacations, which makes me so sad because there are so many fun things over there. They have this whole pirate's lair cave section with interactive features. It's very fun. Your kids can run around. There's no lines to wait in and they can have a little bit of freedom. It's a great place when it's crowded. Another option is to take a ride on the Mark Twain Riverboat or the Sailing Ship Columbia. Both of them are very fun. You can get right on. It'll take you around the rivers of America and there's little scenes on the rivers of America that you can only see when you are on one of these boats. So it's a great way to see new things at Disneyland that you may have missed before. Plus, there's usually not long lines, so you don't have to fight crowds for your turn. Another option is Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, which I love. I think it's so cute, very fun. I love to get me a Dole Whip while I'm waiting or while I'm watching the show. Having a Dole Whip just makes it all the more fun. I like the pineapple one with pineapple juice, the floats. So good. One of my favorite places to go when Disneyland was crowded was Toontown. I loved exploring the houses, letting my kids play around the fountain, but that is currently closed until spring of 2023. But once it opens back up, it's going to be top of my list again because I know it's still going to be a great place to go when it's crowded and to check out all the fun things that they have there. Another thing I love is Tarzan's Treehouse. There's never lines for that. You can go up, explore, lots of interactive features that you and your kids will love as well. It's a really great place to go when it's crowded. Let's jump on over to California Adventure because they have a lot of things over there too. Turtle Talk with Crush, if you haven't done this, it is so adorable. It's over in the Animators Building There's a little theater that you can go and sit in. They have the kids go and sit on the floor and there's a big screen that looks like a tank of water and Crush the Turtle from Finding Nemo swims up and talks to all the people in the audience. So there's a cast member with a microphone that will go around. If people have questions for Crush the Turtle, they can ask him and he will respond and answer all of their questions. It's really quite adorable. Plus it's air conditioned, which is always a bonus. Inside the animators, animators, animation building, that's what I'm trying to say, you can also find the Animators Academy. 
<laughs> oh, there's a lot of words I'm trying to get right. The Animators Academy is so fun. My kids love it. They loved it when they were little. It's this little theater that you go in and they have a Disney animator there and he walks you through drawing a Disney character. And so they give you a piece of paper and a pencil and he takes you through step-by-step -step drawing a character. And I am no good at drawing, but somehow they are able to make even my terrible drawing skills into something and it's really really fun so this is a great way to kill 30 minutes there's hardly ever lines I mean you go in you probably need to get there at least 20 minutes early so you can snag a spot but it's really fun if you have very small children they will give you a coloring page so that they're not interested in following along you can get a coloring page for them they have a board outside of the entrance that has what characters are being drawn that day and the time that they are being drawn so if there's a character that you really want to draw you can check out the board find out what time that's happening and then you can make sure you come back and are there in time for that character it's a really fun thing Another thing in the same building is the Sorcerer's Workshop. Now, people tell me all the time that they can't find it or that they don't know what I'm talking about when I tell them the Sorcerer's Workshop. It's in the same building directly across from the Animators Academy is the Sorcerer's Workshop. You just have to go down a little ramp that's a little bit hidden. It takes you downstairs and that's where the Sorcerer's Workshop is. There's fun little interactive things for kids and that's where the Beast Library is. You can go down there, take a little quiz. It will tell you what Disney character you're like. Plus the Beast Library is just fun. There's a portrait of the Beast when he was human um, from the movie Beauty and the Beast and then a little storm comes and the portrait gets slashed and they have the rose in there when the petals start falling. It's really very cute, very fun. So make sure you check that out. It's especially great on a crowded day. Mickey's Philhar Magic is another great place to go when it's crowded. It's air conditioned and it's a little movie. So they have a waiting area. So even if you do have to wait a little while, it's not a line. It's a big open area. Everybody can go in. Plus the theater is huge. So I have never waited more than 10 minutes because that's how long the film is. So sometimes if you hit it wrong, you have to wait a few minutes for the next one to start. But it's a little 3D film with Mickey Mouse and it's really very, very cute. So you get to sit in the air conditioned theater and just hang out for a little bit, watch a little movie and it is perfect. A couple more things at California Adventure is the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. This is a really fun place to go and just let your kids run wild. There are slides and climbing walls and a little zip line. They don't have to wait in lines. I mean, maybe short ones for the zip line, thing like that. But they can kind of just be free to run around and be kids and take a little break that way. Sometimes they have little cute activities that the cast members are running. I've seen them do duck races, which is so cute. They have them throw rubber duckies into this little stream and then they watch to see whose duck gets to the end first. Very cute. So check that out. Your kids will love it. Also, one of my favorite places to go when it's crowded is on the bakery tour over by Pacific Wharf. You can just walk into the little bakery. They hand you a piece of sourdough bread and then you can walk through and read these different plaques that talk about the history of sourdough and then it shows them making sourdough. You can actually watch the process of the people, the cast members back in the kitchen cooking and you can kind of see all the steps that it goes through to make a loaf of sourdough bread at Disneyland. So that's pretty fun too. So check that out. A couple of other options for Disneyland when it's crowded is meet the characters. They are everywhere. 
go find some and hang out with them for a little while. Interact with them. They're so cute. I like to ask them to dance because they're just so funny. So go find some of the characters. Walk around, check them out, get some pictures with them. Watch a show or a live performance is also a good idea. Shows aren't in full swing right now, but they will be coming back. But they have the Dapper Dans that perform. They have the flag retreat ceremony, which isn't a show, but it's a little, um, I guess it's a show, I guess. They lower the flag and they do this really patriotic little performance, which is great. The Disneyland band is out and about during the day. So just take a second and stop and enjoy them. Watch them when they go past. It's a great way to take a little break and avoid crowds. Another thing I like to do is use those most crowded times of the day to go take pictures. Take advantage of the photographers, especially if you have Genie Plus. You get PhotoPass with that and so you can have photographers take your picture. They have so many great locations. There's almost always a photographer around and I like to look for the ones that aren't doing anything. So find one that's just standing there, take advantage of it, get a picture and that's my favorite souvenir. I love getting the pictures. If you think about it, ask them to add a little bit of magic to it because they can do magic shots which are really cute. Another thing we like to do is look for hidden Mickeys. I think this is so fun. We bought a hidden Mickey book for our family and we go around looking for hidden Mickeys all throughout the park, especially on crowded days, and that is very fun. So we enjoy doing that. During the busiest times of day, I like to take a break with a little shopping, browse the shops, buy some souvenirs. It's a great way to kill some time, in my opinion. My husband might not agree, but sometimes we'll go to downtown Disney when it's extra crowded. You can go explore the Grand California lobby. You don't have to be a guest to visit the lobby. There's an entrance through downtown Disney. You can go in. It's especially amazing at Christmas time or during Halloween time, but really it's great any time of year, so it's fun to go and check out the Grand Californian lobby. Okay, a few extra tips as I wrap this up. Use single rider line if you are able. So a lot of the rides offer a single rider option, which can save you a ton of time if you don't mind splitting up your group a little bit. Same with rider switch. If you have small kids who aren't able to go on some of the bigger rides or don't want to, you can use rider switch. I have tons of information about that on my website. Just search for rider switch um, on my website, or I'll put a link to it. It's in my I have a whole post about height requirements at Disneyland and it talks about rider switch in there. So I'll put a link to that in my show notes. So take advantage of those two things if you are able. I think that one of the most important things you can do if you're visiting when it's crowded is mentally prepare yourself for some long lines because there's going to be times where you just are going to have to wait in a long line. It's just part of a Disney vacation and make sure that your kids know that they are going to need to wait too. If you tell them about this in advance, kind of prep them a little bit. Talk about the fun things that you're going to do while you wait, how you're going to maybe read the Hidden Mickey book and try to spot Hidden Mickeys along the way or they have a Disney Play app that's really fun, has some like Disney games that you can play while you're in long lines, but make sure that they know that they're going to need to wait. It will just make it go smoother if they understand and you understand that sometimes a long line is just going to happen. I have a whole bunch of ideas about how to keep kids and adults happy in long lines while you're at Disneyland, so I'll put a link to that in my show notes. But if you go in prepared, then it can make long lines not seem quite as terrible. 
Okay, my very last tip, which is probably the most important one, is to have a good attitude. Going to Disneyland when it's crowded with a good attitude will make a huge difference. Talk about it before your trip. Talk to your kids about it. Be like, guess what? It's probably going to be crowded, but who cares? It doesn't matter to us. We can deal with crowds. We're going to Disneyland for crying out loud, so we're going to be happy about it no matter what. We can get through a little bit of crowded parks. We can handle it. I think that going in with a good attitude is really, really the most important thing you can do. It makes all the difference. If you show up being angry at the people who are there, you're just going to be angry about your whole trip and it's it's never good. You don't want to feel angry at Disneyland. So go in with a good attitude and tell yourself that no matter what happens, you're going to have a good vacation. It's not going to affect your trip at all. You're going to make memories, dang it, and you're going to have the best time ever. I hope these tips were helpful for you, especially if you're visiting at a crowded time, which most likely you're going to run into crowds at some point on your Disney vacation. That's just part of it. So I would love it if you follow along with me on my next vacation, my next Disney adventure with my friend who hates Disneyland. We're going to be dealing with crowds, dealing with a friend who hates Disneyland. (laughs) Hopefully it's not hot. (laughs) We'll see. It doesn't matter. I'm going in with a good attitude, so it's going to be great no matter what, right? Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you. I will be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.